0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fandalorian Club, the, our Star Wars review show, and we are currently reviewing The Mandalorian Season 2. If you notice, I am not your sure regular host. I have been quested by Qui-Gon Jake to host this episode of the Fandalorian Club. I am Jake Bartley, by the way, aka Obi-Wan Jacoby, and of course, we have Jake Berlin, aka Qui-Gon Jake, here to talk about the Mandalorian. It wouldn't be the Mandalorian show without him. And of course, we have Brian Avalasino, the Grand Admiral Sino. What is going on, guys? Uh-oh. i might not surprised. There we <laughs> go. There we go. Oh, wow. That
1: the-
0: <laughs> Were you guys talking before that? No. I, I hadn't said anything. Okay. I hope everyone heard me, because I thought I killed that intro. No, you were good. You were good. Yeah, I know. Um, we heard you. A little, little bummed
2: that my overlay covers Brian's new shirt, but that's okay. But
1: you can't even see the shirt. Oh, you're bummed. Oh, you mean this shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm freezing. I Jager muted
2: himself.
0: We're just, we're, going mess we're just all there, over the place it's, okay wow i was i was days. telling everybody go pick up one of those shirts if you haven't yet <laughs> i'm i'm definitely gonna get one soon
1: <laughs> that was the
0: fastest brian ever got one of our shirts by the way See,
1: uh, this is the first <laughs> time i haven't had it lost or delayed or anything yeah i, I was, was like, gonna oh.
0: order a sweater actually and it, it said like Guaranteed to arrive before Christmas. And I'm like, that's like a month and a half away. I hope it would arrive before then. <laughs> Jesus. Holy yeah. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk chapter 11 of the Mandalorian, which is episode three of season two. Gets a little confusing here. Titled The Heiress. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. You and are, I just want to ask Jake one question. Jake, did you absolutely lose your crap when you saw the title of the episode? Fucking called it. <laughs> All oh my goodness.
2: To all of you watching, to all of you who have never heard of us before at Apocalypse Movies, I've been saying it for well over a year and a half now. Called it. So, oh, I don't wait, know about wait, you, Brian. Up, Guys, oh, let's just... I, I, wanna, <laughs> I just want to bask in this moment right now. And look at this! Oh my goodness.
0: She... Oh look at that! God. Yeah. Yeah. It looks absolutely incredible. So... I'm sure you guys know better than I do. How accurate is it to her Clone Wars armor? And, and is it changed it. at all? Like meaning no, no. it's identical. It's, she could have just changed her armor in the meantime. It is yeah, identical. Right it.
2: Be, it's identical because it's been passed down through her family line for generations, so okay. it doesn't change. Oh um, I see. yeah, it's 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 just it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Yes, yes. So I don't know about you, Brian, but I just couldn't help but imagine Jake watching this episode, like absolutely I, just losing his mind. I was very upset that there wasn't us three watching it I at know. the same time. At if the end any of episode, yeah. I mean, there might be more in the future that might cause a bigger reaction. Well, this but...
2: episode confirmed that that is actually going yes, to happen. Yes, but
0: yeah. up to this point, like, We've had amazing episodes of The Mandalorian, but no, this is like the biggest treat as for fans of an episode that we've gotten so far. So uh, we're going to dive into the specific details of that, I'm sure. But I just wanted to to get that out of the way, like just us fanboying out and especially Jake. And I say Jake because Jake is a big Clone Wars fan. He he was watching it well before either of us were in the Mandalorians are arguably your favorite part of star wars i yep. would say yep. you know and that it's been like that for a while way before this show was ever announced or anything like that so so definitely a big one for you i'll probably be doing the same when the obi-wan show comes out but so we'll <laughs> see uh but overall like look we know we got our fan and in a good way i mean fan service fan service isn't a bad thing we got our good mm-hmm. fan service moments for sure but overall do you guys what are your first reactions to this episode just as an episode of the Mandalorian? Brian go with you, Jake or Brian.
1: Brian. Yeah. Uh, this is the best
0: episode of the whole entire series. Wow. I will second that. Wow. I'm not going to go that far. It is definitely the most uh, sad, like the most satisfying episode and the most fun episode, but I don't know if it's the best episode. I still think the season finale of season one For me, when uh, IG Eleven was going ham at the end, and just (laughs) that was insane. So that's still my favorite episode. But I wouldn't be surprised if an episode this season tops that. Yeah, this is.
2: um, I mean, my reaction. So let's just put a little a little backstory in on how I watched this episode. Um, I went to bed early, typically like I do, uh, you know, and and I knew I was gonna wake up early before work and watch the episode. I woke up in the middle of the night with an awful, awful stomach cramp at about 2 a.m. And I was I was up. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was tossing and turning. And so I was like, F it. 2.30 in the morning. Popped on the Mandalorian. Oh, wow. I watched it twice in a row, gentlemen.
0: I'm not surprised.
2: <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning, I watched it twice in a row. Went back to sleep for about 45 minutes or something. Went to work. Not a single soul was in the office. Popped it on again. So I've watched it three
0: times today. So, far. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hey, that only took like an hour and 40 minutes though. Yes. I, I will
2: say this though. I will. Say, and, and we're going to dive into the specifics and I know we might not get to her too much, but I will say that um, I cannot give, give enough credit to Bryce Dallas Howard and what she has done as a director so far. We have to remember that before she stepped foot into the Mandalorian the only director credit she had was on a documentary. Um, she had never done a TV show. She had never done a movie. And so her, her credit as far as TV shows or film is strictly to two episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, a lot of people said last year that her episode was good, but they didn't that they didn't like it because it wasn't in the overall story. But then later found out that, that was kind of the idea of the entire series. Now they gave her an episode that was fully connected to everything, and look what she was able to do to it. Absolutely bravo um, from, from start to finish, dialogue, action, uh, choreography, cin- cinematog- like the
0: entire thing um, was brilliant from start to finish. Yeah, I didn't mind her season one episode. It wasn't in my top three last season, but I liked it. But the improvement from that then to now is you can tell that she's kind of – Got a handle on things as a director, and I, I love to see that. Give her a movie now.
1: <laughs> That's what I saw. A lot of people saying, "Give you know, her, give her Solo to
0: now." How her, her and her dad tag awesome. teaming, or just even even if they do, like directed let's say they the do the Amelia Clark spinoff series, right? And it's give it to and just give now. her the whole thing, like just how Obi wans directed by one director. Something like yeah, that, 100. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah.
1: I I love the fact that she didn't get a lot of love from her episode. It, I mean, it was good. People people definitely were like myself included was just like okay that that was a cool episode. I loved the uh, ATST coming out of the forest and all that stuff. But it was it was okay. So she kind of didn't get the love that she probably deserved, like the other directors. Then this episode comes. And now who directed the other two? Who directed anything before? Like if people were losing their mind. Losing their mind. And I I in my head I imagine her just being very happy, like right now, just seeing all the Twitter comments and stuff, just being like, Yep, I can do that. And
0: freaking killed this episode, annihilated it. Yeah, it it was definitely an improvement. And again, I did not look up who the director was. So when I saw her name, I was like, "Whoa, that was yeah. her!" I, I I at first I thought it was Filoni. I was like, "But I, we know what episode he's probably going to direct." Um, so real quick, do you guys think the runtime was? Fitting for this episode, or do you perfect. think you would have liked a longer episode? No, it's perfect. The if start- I with- wanted
1: longer, it would have only been maybe like two more minutes.
2: Yeah, I I don't think that they could have added a scene that would have meant any more to this episode. That
1: yeah, than that makes it was, sense. What was already
2: included in it?
1: The only yeah. the only thing added that I probably would have, and it again not even needed was just that quick shift of uh, him the Mandalorian leaving the barge and then him just looking at them destroy it and leave like that. Uh, Cause it was just kind of like, yeah, a it phase. was pretty
0: fast, fast paced, but they just cut out anything that they didn't need. Yeah. Basically. They like, literally was, trimmed the fat. It was pretty episode. quick. And I'm, I'm cool with that. It's the runtime didn't bother me or it, I didn't think it, like it didn't do good or bad for me either way. Um, so let's kind of run through the episode really quick. So we have the opening scene of, them coming into the atmosphere this was it a moon or a planet it was a planet Uh, it's called Trask. yeah Yeah. trask and basically like a sea planet this i don't know about you guys but i got pirates of the caribbean vibes a little bit here but not in a bad way i I mean in a good way like
2: super super cool looking planet um yeah i I love the dock area Uh, a lot of cool things to look at if you if you pause the frame specifically the uh atat that's been combined into a crane which is really Mm, cool um, but yeah, it's, it's Yeah, well yeah And so it seems like uh, after the fall of the Empire It seems like places everywhere are kind of just picking up The pieces and using them to their advantages And um, it's really cool There's a lot of cool things involved I even saw, uh, not, not in that specific scene But later on, on the water There's actually a Corvette um, The ship, the, a Corvette being used as a barge uh, oh, wow on, in, in the episode, which is really cool So they're picking up the pieces of a lot of places And using them um, it is interesting though, because it seems like the majority of the inhabitants are um, Moncalamari and uh, what's the other Korn. one, Brian? Corins. Corins, um, mm. which is a little interesting. So I'm 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 intrigued on whether or not that that planet is strictly maybe like a uh, well, they're all like water inhabitant
0: creatures, like yeah. But I'm, I'm
2: wondering because we frog people we know that- as well. We know that via comics in, in Clone Wars and stuff that the Empire essentially wiped out Mon Calamari, um, their planet. And so I'm wondering if this is like their, like this is where they ended up. Um, yeah, I don't, like all we'll yeah probably probably I don't know if we'll ever
0: get water creatures. Yeah, and I don't know if we'll ever get that answer. Planet. But um,
2: it's an interesting question.
0: Yeah, or yeah, maybe I, I, you just find Mon Calamari on these type of planets throughout the it's, galaxy. It's, I mean, as well. we saw them in Resistance, so it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Another
1: water planet for them to survive yeah. on, because yeah. I'm—I mean, how many desert planets do we have? There, I'm yeah. sure there's got to be a couple
0: water ones. That's true, and again, it continues this uh kind of trope where, like, uh, the whole planet is like one atmosphere. Yeah. Like, we have a desert planet, a water planet, but that's Star Wars. I, I-, I love it. A um, snow planet. This is one of my favorite openings, though. Of. When they're trying to land the the ship and they're like, Well, hold on, Mando, or you know, razor crest, are going too fast and they stops, it looks like they're good, and they just fall to the side and yeah. it cuts to yeah. the to the end the Well, so here, here's intro. a cool yeah, I story. Loved While it.
2: we're while we're on the topic of the, the razor crest uh toppling into the water, um, if you listen, the engine that blows out for to make it topple is actually the same exact sound of Anakin's Pod Racer's engine popping out in a really yeah, so they did. They reused
1: the sound for the injury. Nice little Easter egg. There was a couple. There of, were there were. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a couple of sounds that I caught, and I was like, "Well, um, Bocatan's helmet, yep, with Vader's helmet. Yep. Yep, that was the one Vader I was cool. referring to. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I I absolutely loved that opening. I thought it was hilarious. For I, sure. I know
2: we're trying to go in chronological order, but guys, let's just fucking talk about it.
0: Like, <laughs> come on. Like,
1: no, we have to go in well, order. There's a lot
0: in between though. <sighs> Here, well, let's just speed through these things real quick. And then we'll spend the majority of the time talking about. If you would so, have look, chose to be real host. Real quick, can... <laughs> we meet. Look, I thought Frog Lady and, and Frog Gentleman was gonna have, we're gonna have. Uh, Frogger, <laughs> just call <him> Frogger. <laughs> we're gonna have a bigger role, but they kind of just, he, he meets him. He says, thank you. He shows them to the little restaurant or whatever. But I will say, is it kind of shady that he sent him there, like, to get basically like take? It? I mean, Frogman didn't know that that was gonna happen, but well, he told the the Moncala, who then told, yeah, so he he sent them to the
2: was it the the bartender essentially,
0: yeah, and, yeah, it was so the bartender. Was bartender, bartender always knows
2: everything, right? Yes, so, yeah, yeah. So, so what we could be saying is maybe the bartender set him up.
1: Yeah, the cor- yeah oh, okay. the, I think it was more the Corin.
0: Yes. Yeah, probably. You can't blame the him. For for, 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 yeah, I get him. you can't blame him, but it's was, funny. because
1: that, that was an
0: emotional come together, man. The wife and the husband. Yeah, that yeah, was cute. Yeah, and then I love how he was thanking him and everything. So, so that was cool. Uh, so basically, we get to this boat scene, right? And, yep. and we're leading up to it. And this is where I kind of I mean the docks and then this scene. You I forgot the got, squid that attacked yeah, baby over the face. Don't,
2: and, he, and he says, Don't
1: play with your food.
0: I know yeah. that was hilarious. He just,
1: he just stabs it with the knife and it just falls in.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious. I, I did, and that was terrifying to me because sea creatures scare the hell out of me. So <laughs> this episode was a little frightening. Oh, no, good me. to know. But um, but yeah, the ocean terrifies me, man. Uh but yeah, so we get to this ship. I also got pirate vibes from here. And did you guys suspect any trickery going on here or I didn't surprise it until he called him over to the pit. Yeah, like, he was like, oh, come, let the child watch. A little yeah, bit. The,
2: the second that happened, I was like, oh, okay, what's gonna happen? And then the first thing that popped on my mind is, please, something don't come up and grab the child.
0: And lo and behold, not it was grab- worse. And that's the thing. I think the... Mando let his guard down in this 100%. scene a little 100%. bit too much, man. He's, he's yeah. concerned about other things. I... <laughs> I think...
1: Uh, I was going to save this to the end, but I am starting to feel a running theme that Mando cannot defend this child as well as Talk about that a little bit later on too. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I I'm catching more and more and more and more. I'm like this, he's not doing like he's doing as best he can, but it's not, it's not doing so hot. But yes, when he's when the uh Corrin smacked Baby Yoda into the thing, I literally went, oh, like, yeah. can you imagine? It like, so fast. We know,
0: we know the child's not going to die or anything like that. But other people watching were probably like, oh, my goodness. Just freaking out watching this. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, you,
2: you still don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the thing
1: swallowed him whole.
0: No, yeah. I
2: know. I watched it I, twice. I
1: and the second time, I the first time I was like, how did the ball close? But then the second time I, I watched it, I
0: and just and yeah. Just stuck. It, it, did the did the child press the button? The child quickly yeah. pressed the button. Oh, and nice. Swallowed. Yeah. He's he's smart for a little baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if he didn't press it, it probably would have been all bad. But that things. Yeah. But I'm actually upset that the little floating uh carriage is destroyed now. But I know I guess the bubble a little bit later. But look, we knew possibly what was happening, what was gonna happen in this episode because they said he was looking for his kind and the title of the episode but just oh my goodness the we see some mandalorians show up and jake this is <laughs> like oh my goodness it looks so damn good like i when they showed up they looked amazing and that in, those images just look absolutely incredible and we had an um, our, we use our imagination when we always imagined okay what are these mandalorians from clone wars going to look like in live action and it couldn't look any better like it Perfect. looks looks absolutely incredible yeah. and Jake why don't you just share your experience when, in this scene when, when this first happened your first viewing
2: so and I do want to touch on this real quick because Gary just, at, just asked us a question Gary we'll, we'll say this for the end after we're kind of running through the episode. so stay tuned um we go chronological yeah yeah unfortunately for this episode um <laughs>
1: Why we're at so, your people?
2: Being, being that it being that it was two thirty in the morning, I I couldn't yell out like scream like yeah. like I wanted to. Um, so I put a I had a pillow over my face with my eyes still looking, and I was like incredibly like fiercely biting down the pillow. Just <laughs> like, oh wow. my god! Like this is actually happening. Like, are you like the second she showed up? Because you can see, you can clear as day see her helmet. Like it, it's yeah. clear as day through the grate. So the second she pops up, I, 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 I lost my shit. I, I lost my shit. I was ecstatic, and then also seeing, uh, and I had talked to someone about this earlier, but the way that they had Katie Sackhoff and Sasha Banks and the gentleman fight is exactly how the Night Owls fight in the Clone Wars. Um, it, that is their style of choreography. Um, it's what it's what uh, makes them so different from the night or the Death Watch. Uh, their fighting styles are very very different. They're much more of an acrobatic type of, of fighters, and they were doing that inside this episode. Um, you know, using the grappling hooks and and doing some twists and turns and flips and like that type of stuff. That's who they are. In but the second I saw it, I was like, and then when. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. But when she took her helmet off, like, look mm-hmm. how good she looks. Yes, like, amazing. It's, it's so on point from from the from the headband to the hair to the way that she looks in general. Uh, obviously it's ripped it, out like, of the show. Yeah, or and her, look at look at the look team. at the uniform. I mean, the uniform is just brilliant. Her helmet is beaten and battered. <laughs> Uh, the ones next to her are beaten and battered. I love Sasha
0: Banks's armor. Yeah. That, and it it looks it her helmet is
1: very much different.
2: And it's, it's, it shows because, you know, we've heard so many times about, you know, Mandalorians, their armor is passed generation through generation, and theirs looks like it's been through the ringer. And so I, I appreciate the lore and mythology they give to this. Um, and that only comes up in a, in a little bit too with, with some dialogue that's spoken as well. But yeah, just absolutely incredible it, yeah it, it was it was a long time coming but um man i, I can't believe we just saw bo katana live action yeah it
0: i i was so excited i actually watched it actually probably around the same time you did jake because i was up doing homework late and i watched it sometime after 2 a.m so i because i didn't want to wait till the morning, there's no way I could have waited till the morning. I stepped in front um, of all
2: the spoilers, which was all I'm
0: point. gonna say is yeah. I, and you know what? I almost texted you, Jake, and I was like, nope, I'm not even gonna say anything. So did I! I didn't know if you watched it yet, so I was like, I'm not even gonna hint towards anything, like I'm just yep. no, but you I don't know, I don't know if who watched it first, but I I, all did. I'm I say that. I, I up had chills from that yeah. moment on. I just had chills for the whole rest of the episode. Like, I was just like, just so much. Happiness flowing through my body. I it it was incredible.
2: It's some people who are just watching the Mandalorian, like why why is everyone so excited? It it pays off having watched seven seasons of Clone Wars,
0: right, and And, Rebels as well. Well, yeah,
2: and and but for me, like also getting you to like after time being like watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, Mm and you finally did. Now you guys understand, and so it being fans of this show. Uh, and the Clone Wars and Rebels, it pays off uh, such huge benefits because someone like bo who played a massive part in the Clone Wars, is now officially in the realm of live action. And she also name-dropped the most popular animated character in Star Wars ever to exist. <laughs> Would you a- stop jumping? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting there. I'm just saying like, that being a fan of these shows is paying off because... They're Absolutely. picking and pulling from the right places and connecting not just like the movies, they're connecting everything. Like it is it is everything in Star Wars that we've seen on screen that's being connected. And so, for those of you who may just be watching The Mandalorian and, and may not know like what the hype is about, that's what we're feeling. It's it's years of watching films and episodes of television, maybe even reading comics and books, and so. You know, 20 years ago, that stuff didn't matter because it was all its own stories. But now it's all connected. And we're able to say, like, oh, my God,
0: that's from Lost Stars. Or, oh, my God, that was in this comic book series. Or, oh, my God, she popped up in a clone Yeah, world. and how many how many times over the years on the Padawan podcast or just on our regular shows have we talked about, what if this character came to live exactly. action? What if this character exactly. came into live action? And we're finally getting that. I mean, yep. we got and it if, with Saul Guerrero. She's Guerrera, the first of many. She's you know? the first of many. Uh, we got it with Saw Guerrero to a limited extent, yep. but it was like a very different Saw Guerrero. This is like the same Bo-Katan that we know from the show, and not every voice actor can actually come in and play their character that they voice. There's nobody. She,
2: there's no money. Nobody she better. can.
0: Like she's a proven actress already, so it it works totally, and and I love it, Brian. Uh, I know, you know, Jake is our resident, you know, Mandalorian fanboy, but you, how are you experiencing this moment?
1: I, when I saw through the grate, her mask, I instantly out loud started going, holy, holy. (laughs) It's like multiple times over going, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God. Yeah. Basically that. Well, I caught it, the mask when she was, when they were fighting well, uh, I know that's the only image I have. I'll, I'll no, I amazed. know that that this is how I want my dreams to start from now on. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, did you notice <laughs> that? You that, out of that your is, sleep? Did you notice that that's literally taken from when he was saved as? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Like yeah.
1: that. It was like
0: literally mirrored. Um, and just wait. What? So did his armor, he can't breathe underwater with his armor. I'm guessing yeah, no. they were trying to drown him, but yeah. can trying to with him was were they able to though?
2: Uh We don't well, we don't know officially. I'm it's sure, possible that, sure. like some... from what we know in Clone Wars, they put on when they were underwater, they had essentially underwater helmets on.
0: Mm. So, but who knows? Maybe. maybe
2: maybe their helmets they can yeah and... it, yeah. I mean, who knows with the time? Remember, Clone Wars was thirty plus years ago, so yeah. things could have easily changed.
1: Yeah, I mean when hit when he takes his off his doesn't make that
0: suction noise that. Mm. Katie oh, said that's off. a good his point. his is just a helmet. Yeah. 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 Okay. So ma- there's are uh, probably, you know, different. Yeah. Well,
2: but, and, the, and that leads that leads to what the dialogue was saying about how they come from different places. Oh, and, and then we've I talked about very well that, be yeah. something that comes from that.
0: Um, but I just love how look, we've seen the Mandalorian or, you know, Din do a lot of cool stuff that he's very capable of, but he wasn't able to save the child in this moment. Like, if they don't show up he's done probably and so to this I love how Sasha banks dives in and gets the child out awesome
2: so I I had a when I was watching Sasha banks in this came I here, you're not gonna bring this up I promise you not, I'm not you're not gonna bring this up I didn't
1: even because, get to finish my first one
2: <laughs> I know sorry but I'm just gonna say this because I, I have it on the top uh, it's it's just sitting there we know that Gina Carano has gone through some things with words that she has said and a lot of people are asking for car to be recasted um <laughs> i was watching sasha banks and i couldn't help myself but say but think man i would have loved to have seen her as car <laughs> I,
1: mean, I thought the same thing
2: and and that's that's it's hard to it, it's it's just a sucky thing to say because gina carano was really good in the first season but then she bit herself in the ass with some comments that she had made that weren't right um I just hope that Sasha Banks is a character we see again. Cause I really did like her character. I really, really did
0: like her character. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to see all three of them again for yeah. sure. But, um, but the thing is they, they already, you know, Mandalorian season two is already shot and in, like already done. So yeah. th- I'm sure they're still going to put up all, put out all their episodes as yes. planned. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But Brian, how did this moment <laughs> affect you?
1: <laughs> you too. It's impossible. Uh, but, um, you can't, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, I would have just kept talking. Uh, it, it was wild. Like I was so excited and it's funny to what Gary, uh, just said about the clone wars and rebels. Um, it's funny, Jay, cause the first thing, not the first thing, one of the things that I kept thinking through my head is, is about I remember specifically when we went to the movies and you were trying to convince Holcomb to watch Clone Wars. And he's like, No, 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 and just and I was sitting there going, Jake and I are Idiot. loving, <laughs> freaking yeah. We're literally just sitting there loving it, freaking out over these characters. And someone like hit Holcomb where he's just sitting there like I don't know who this is. Like I, I why are people almost like uh, it's the dark saber all over again, where it's like
0: everyone. Well, the good that's, thing about that is it's going to get people to go watch it. Hopefully. I hopefully. hope so yeah.
1: because people are missing out on a lot of extra goodness that this is giving, but I can't, I couldn't help Jake the whole time going fucking Holcomb sitting there going. <laughs> okay. And we're and Jake's told him to watch it. But um yeah, it that whole t- she Sasha Banks was awesome. I loved that that little uh, her watching was a fake out. I mean, yeah. she looked like she was gonna be some type of bad guy antagonist, and really, she was just like, well, to you, whatever. Well, <laughs> it's kind of
0: cool because we speculated her shot in the trailer a lot, and then. They were watching him the whole time. As soon as he showed up on that planet, so 100%. they didn't just show up out of nowhere. You, you know
2: what it's rem, you know what it's very
1: reminiscent of. Do you guys remember in season the three? Seven? Yes, that's what that's until I saw the man Mandalorian. I thought that's who it was. Yeah, it was very reminiscent. Was katan was watching over Ahsoka.
0: Mm, uh, that's a good
1: point.
2: So uh,
0: have we seen those other two characters before? Or no, no, they're
2: brand, new. brand okay. new. Which is very cool because it leaves the door open to learn more about this whole man of lore mythology and lore and where they've come from over the last, however long. Um, Jake, did you write down their names? Cause I have it here. No, and it, it, I always, It. I know one of them is Axe Wolves. The
1: gentleman. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> I don't know
0: their names either.
1: Uh, the gentleman was Axe Wolves. No L it's like wolves without the L. This is their character and, names, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, Cosca reeves, reeves. Yeah, yeah yeah so and i love that she's not going by sasha banks she's going by her actual name yeah and so i was waiting for sasha banks to pop up and it never did and it i was like they must use her yeah right so there. obviously
2: the sabine thing is out 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 the window which is nice because it leaves <laughs> the door open to see her later on yep. um possibly next two episodes <laughs> but um anyway possibly. um I, I, I you're like
1: what's the, what the <laughs> I want I want to get to
2: I want to get to the dialogue that 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 between Mando and Katie Sackoff.
0: Um, so, uh, in what moment though, on the boat or later on the boat, on the boat? Okay,
2: because there's some really really important stuff that happened there. Um, Very important. We learn not just of Katie Sackoff and and the Night Owls and kind of what's been happening there, but we get a full on backstory from, from uh, basically what Din is. Um, he's we not finally get
1: the helmet breakdown.
2: Yeah, he's and the, yeah, they filled a plot hole that, that was perfectly done. But Din's not just a foundling. He's a foundling of Death Watch. And Death Watch, what we know is is that they're clearly not good. They're as she
0: says, I forget the wording that she used. Um well, she said they like segregated like themselves. They they like separated themselves from the, the other Mandalorians.
2: Yeah, they were uh, z- zygotes. Or z- I think no, was, uh, they're zealots. Zealots, that's what it was zealots. So, it's,
1: it's like uh, in Doctor Strange. They call yes, them zealots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: um, super important stuff there that we clearly know from watching Clone Wars that Death Watch are these extremists, like we said, and that Din doesn't know that. He doesn't know the history of them because, and this opened up a whole new thing for me because God, I wish of, I watched this episode with you of Just what that. the Armorer has told him. It's what the Armorer has told him and what his, that clan of Mandos have told him uh, and what they've kind of raised him as he he's, you know, a child of the watch. And this leads me to believe that sometime down the road, the Armorer is actually going to be the big bad of the series
1: of the series or of a season.
2: I think of the series because I and I'm sticking with my theory I've had. I think Rook Cast is the armor. Mm-hmm. I think that this character. I love who that was, you made an image for yourself. I sure did. For your I sure theory, <laughs> I sure did. Um, I think Rook who survived the per, uh, the purge Mandalore or the fight the battle of uh, Mandalore, she's seen alongside Gar Saxon here, a an agent of Darth Maul and, and her and his Mandalorians. Um, I believe that she is the armor and that she is essentially bringing back Death Watch without the Death Watch title um, because we know that Din was rescued by Death Watch. And it's all kind of starting to connect here very slowly with these pieces and stories are being told from different people. And then like Brian mentioned, we get the helmet thing where it's only that section of Mandalorians, the, the children of the Watch, who don't take their helmets off. As they say, he's one of them, and that plot hole is officially wiped out
0: forever. Like, it's done for. Yeah, and as soon as they took their helmets off, he said, "Where did you get that armor?" Exactly, and he he didn't didn't even
1: did like ask any other questions. He
0: just said he assumed they stole the religious zealots. Thank you, Gary. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: an interesting scene for sure.
1: That was a very, very important scene too. like, mm -hmm. honestly, it might have been my favorite moment of the entire episode.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean I it told love us a lot mythology and lore and hearing it
1: from someone like Bo-Katan to Mando was a big deal. Yeah, it's it I mean she told her story too. The armor's been in my family for three generations, and he's arguing with her, you're not a Mandalorian. I, and... I love
2: the fact that he doesn't know who Bo-Katan is, and he tells her you're not
1: a Mandalorian. She's the most Mandalorian out of everybody. Yeah, I know. Like, she it's, is
2: the Mandalorian. Like, she held
1: Darksaber. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, at this point, the Mandalorian. And he has is no it, idea. <laughs> he He's just, yeah. Child, She's visited. literally,
0: like, the ruler of his people. <laughs> is it
1: fair to say this is not the way? I mean, she started saying it to him. It almost kind of like it It almost when she started saying it to him, it was kind of almost like a comfort thing. I felt like she was saying to him just to
0: like, well, the first the time she said it, it was kind of like it was a sarcastic. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. It was like her exactly. like talking shit to him, did basically. She still did yeah. Oh, she, she, she was, was fantastic. OK, so this. look, I will say in the first season, we have the Mandalorian show up and save him. This episode, they show up and save him. And then in this episode, they show up and save him again. (laughs) Did you guys? So look, we cut from- They saved him twice in one episode. I know. They save him on the boat scene, and then they blow up the boat. Then he's walking through the alley, and then they show up and save him again. And then they're (laughs) like, hey, can we buy you- a?" cup of coffee or something, but uh, I thought that was just funny how <laughs> they did that again, uh, but let's talk about this uh, scene in the, in the restaurant, the cafe, restaurant, whatever you want to call it, tavern. Uh, where they're all sitting down, because I think this is important. Uh, they called it an inn. An so inn, in, whatever you want to call whatever. it. The, the restaurant in the inn, the bar at the inn, whatever you want to call it. I look it. at it as a Western,
2: uh, so it's a tavern.
0: There we go. Okay, there we go.
1: speaking of Western, <laughs> can we talk about, just for a half second, how
0: hillbilly country the uh oh well the, that's the um, thing to me i did want to talk about that why are they not I, basic the all the aliens i i think it's just for 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 our yeah i guess it makes the, it easier yeah. i mean yeah, because then you have to explain how din understands. but, but all also
2: we, we know in in seeing start seeing the uh Seeing all of those species in Clone Wars and and stuff like resistance, they speak yeah, they all speak basic, They do yeah. speak basic, and, and basic
0: I mean it's literally called basic, so yeah. it's probably the easiest language to learn.
2: And and but also bear in mind that they're they're dock workers, so they're like a pit stop for a lot of people. That makes sense. That and makes sense. so their communication has to be on par for essentially everybody.
1: I just thought it was funny every time we heard a and it was like this this hillbilly like Love it. southern Love accent. Like it. I, I know. was just like Especially okay, the, one he, the one that he,
0: the one that he first like meets, gunslingers, yeah. the best, <laughs> love it, yeah, yeah. So um, okay, go back to your end. Sorry. Well, not only was it creepy seeing Sasha Banks eat one of those tentacle creatures, I was it like, even had Whoa. a crunch. I was like, is she just human or is she <laughs> is she kind of an scene, alien creature herself? Oh my God. But uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But um, she, yeah. So this scene was important to me because I want to bring something up. We keep talking about that Din is taking the child to his race. He's taking them to the Jedi. Yeah. That's what he was quested with, to deliver him to the Jedi, not to deliver him to the Yoda species. And it's funny that the whole entire we do it, the other, other people in the fan base are keep saying he's going to – how is he going to find his species? But no – all Din has to do is give him to the Jedi. And maybe that leads to him going to his species. But uh, he kind of makes this clear. Is that he's just looking for the Jedi. So Literally, his line was, I've been quested with
1: returning this child to the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll bring this up now because it kind of ties in.
2: Um, and I'll, I'll go over quick because I know that we we don't want to go too long on, on this. Because we have other stuff to talk about. But um, I am starting to slightly believe that... The final few episodes of this season might not have Baby Yoda in it, and that he he actually might Possibly. he might actually hand the child off to Ahsoka because here here's my here's my reasoning for it. He still has to fight Moff Gideon, right? And now that Bo-Katan has officially showed up, it's all but confirmed that she's going to be included in that battle with him, and that it's going to be him. Boca-tan well it's slash, more her uh, mission than his exactly and and it's it, they're all going to be included with grief cargo with Cardoon, possibly cob dance i think they're all going to be included it's gonna be like an avengers endgame type
1: fucking ending it's gonna be wild anyway um jake i don't I, think your body can physically handle all of these amazing i will not characters know, becoming... i will not be
2: bogatan mando and bubba fett's armor on screen at once i'm gonna lose it anyway anyway um I am starting to kind of think that he's actually going to hand the child off to Ahsoka, and or or there's another there's another idea is that maybe he actually hands the child off to Cobb Vanth because he trusts Cobb Vanth to go fight Moff Gideon, and I think maybe this the season ends with Moff Gideon kidnapping the child.
1: You said that last week,
2: and it's and it's on a cliffhanger. I mean,
1: I he think still was,
2: wants the child. Like, but that I, was I'm his saying, like, I think there might be like a four episode gap where we don't actually see the child, like, at all. That's I'm,
1: possible. The more and more we get into this, the more and more I'm thinking the child's going to be gone fairly sooner than we think.
2: I I, I think it's heading in a direction where the child will actually leave the show. I do, I, I do really too. do. I, I was the complete opposite last week this week now I'm like because the show has it has become more about Din finding out what it means to be a Mandalorian and this episode is like an exclamation point in all of that because he now has been told something that contradicts what he's been told his entire life Yeah, his entire life and if he is going to be a true Mandalorian being a true Mandalorian is the path of Bo-Katan. And that means getting rid of the child to be able to go do that. And maybe he is the future leader of Mandalore. I don't know. But for him to be able to do that, the child storyline has to end. It really does. Because he
0: can't walk into battle like this. Yeah, no. every time. There's no way. And he
1: can't always have someone that he trusts to hand the child exactly. off to. Like, He's going to to get leader. rid of the child at some point.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about this, and I I said I thought it was going to be at the end of the season where he hands the child off to Ahsoka, and then she takes, and now the child is with Ahsoka, or maybe Ahsoka goes to find her his species or whatever. But I didn't. It could be next episode. Like it's very I mean, that's it's very that's possible. what literally what it leading into basically. Like what I don't think they would stop that momentum and do something else, and then go to. Ahsoka later. I think you know? I think
1: next episode's gonna be like episode two, uh, an on your way, episode five being the. So I I I think it's gonna be the Car dune
2: Moff Gideon breakout episode on Navarro, um, mm. and then I think the episode might I don't I don't know if we'll see Mando next episode I might I think it might be a grief carga Car dune heavy episode, and then the end is Mando meeting Ahsoka and it's her turning around, the episode ends and then
1: episode five, boom. Oh, yeah. possible. I
0: yeah, will say possible. the thing
1: that, I mean, we've completely abandoned our going through the episode. This, this is a, a great point. conversation though. I gotta be honest. this is a fun conversation. Um, I, I will, to, to play devil's advocate. The thing that really kind of left me like bummed at the end of this was knowing the fact that like, Katie Sackhoff got to play this character, got to play her character, came out badass, and we loved it. The thing that I left, and this could just be me, but I was just like, God, like, I'm so bummed. Like, Ashley Eckstein doesn't get to be Ahsoka. Like, can you imagine? Like, that character is her, just like Katie Sackhoff is bogotan And now, like, when we see her, it's not going to be the same voice ashley Eckstein, ahsoka that we're used to i mean she she may freaking nail it and i might be eating my own words but i for now i'm just like dang like i can i can imagine katie sackoff like being like i get to bring this character to life and then just that bummer that we don't get that well same and, with that and to play time. devil
2: advocate to that we don't know if she Maybe Ashley Eckstein denied playing the live action role. I that mean, is true. You don't know the because, possible because she is 99.9 voice actress.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's so the we, thing. We don't know the behind the scenes on what happened with her. Katie yeah. Stackoff is an actress, a live action, yeah. real actress. So that's why it works. But Jake might be right. Maybe she didn't want that pressure. <laughs> and, and like playing in her mind. Because Yeah. You know, maybe she didn't want because. Maybe she's not, doesn't feel comfortable on screen acting as much. Yeah. And she didn't want to disappoint fans, possibly. Exactly. But I mean, yeah. we, I think it's all but confirmed now. I mean, it, Rosario Dawson has to be a Like we didn't know for sure, but it's, yeah, it's for sure. It's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's for sure. And the thing is, I don't know if you guys want to talk about, well, basically, I think Bo Katan getting the Darksaber and then that's becoming what I mean. The leader yeah, of Mandalore yeah. is like, the big story going forward once the child situation is handled and you already talked about that jake but i think it might i don't think they're gonna resolve that this season Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be a bigger thing like kind of like to compare it to game of thrones right like bo-katan taking the dark saber and ruling mandalore again is is like the last season of game of thrones i think that's what it's or it's supposed.
2: like, or, or it's like Aragorn in, uh in Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, like that's the ending. That's the that might be the last episode of the series. Is like Bo-Katan holding up the dark saber back on Mandalore with the Mandalorian you know standing right next to her, like you know, being it's one of her like hands or something. You know, I, I at some point,
1: Katie Sackoff's going to be a, a regular on the show. I yes, but I, I have. I have this really bad gut feeling that she's going to die. That she's going to die
2: in the process because I have a feeling it's going to lead to Din being the leader of at I I have Maybe, this
0: really bad gut feeling that that's going to happen. I don't think he wants to be the leader and not I right don't want to compare it to Game of not Thrones, right. but well, I not think right now. It's Remember,
2: look at John. kind of like Jon Snow where he didn't right. want to. Look, look at Jon but Jon Snow at one point wanted to though. And it your your mind and remember we got to remember where Din is at at this point right now he's a son of the watch or a child of the watch excuse me so his his beliefs and ideas are all fucked up
0: they're like they're (laughs) they're
2: all over the place I mean I would love to
0: see Katie Sackoff oh dude I want
2: to see that scene Katie Sackhoff lifting the dark saber are you kidding me and then
0: what if he becomes like one of her hands you know maybe maybe I I just want to touch on her really
1: quick with how vicious she was and like when she when she entered the ship she did the thing with her knife and then immediately oh, well, i want to talk about slashing the ship people Oliver. yeah yeah and then um when she pins the captain with the knife to his throat and like She is vicious. She's like,
2: it's a little bit of a different Bo Katan for that reason because she's very desperate.
1: Well, and we know that she, when she said, he took it from me, like that, like she, I need to know that story. We're we're getting that flashback. We're absolutely getting that flashback. But like, that's going to be a big, big thing. Like, we now know, like, he didn't kill Bogotan to get the dark saber and took over like this for whatever reason. She said he took it from me and I want it back. Like, and oh, the yeah. captain even, yeah, the captain was like, "If you are asking, you already know where it is." Like, so she, so which makes me also believe that Gideon did not take it from her. That somehow it was maybe stolen or something like that because, mm. because she's asking if he has it so if if it was a one-on-one duel or something she would know he had it so it was either maybe taken or lost or something happened that she knows moff gideon enough to know that
0: he has it and she wants it back from interesting I didn't think so, about that. Maybe she meant. Does he still have it? But who knows? That could be the case,
1: though. But God, give. Me, can you imagine that flashback of whatever it's going to be? Like, gonna like, be. One I mean, of- we've talked about that flashback for since season one. I, um, I th- honestly might have to. After today, I'm seriously thinking that I need to step till midnight to watch these episodes, like every single one.
0: Yeah, it's. When they drop. I mean. Now that I'm off Thursdays, I definitely am now I, too. I <laughs> I'm gonna sleep if that's the case. I won't be able to sleep if that's. the and case. And then I, I, let's we'll text Jake and the. I <laughs> after need, we watch yeah, the we need to. we just gonna
1: do live reactions again, like we did. To the, we <laughs> need to do a, the party watch just so I can see Jake biting a freaking pillow, freaking screaming in the pillow. Hey, I'm like, down.
0: Twelve uh, a.m. Party watch. Let's do it. Um, uh, well, well, let's talk about how badass this ship scene was, though. Like. How badass was this? I Look, I love
2: lucky lucky. I love that already. A background in the water? on something.
0: Shut up, Ryan. But this scene was amazing. Like I was so I, I was I so bring, excited. I,
2: I want to bring one thing up because the scene was incredible. The way that they're in sync, the three the mm-hmm. three of them, the way yeah. that they without, and this is the weirdest the weirdest uh, comparison. But it's because I'm watching it right now. It's very Cobra Kai esque, where these characters they fight without looking at each other and they know like they can sense each other they know where each other are and that's exactly how the three of them fight the cool thing about this is that the entire episode mando has been so against them right he's kind of like oh who are you like okay i'll help you if if you help me etc etc because he's trying to get what he wants in this scene when they enter the ship the three of them walk in they're ready to go He's behind them watching and learning and looking yep. and experiencing what they're doing. And then later on, it comes back around. He's like, well, we're pinned down. The one thing I can do is stand up up front and destroy the stormtroopers. So it's, it's again, going to Mando's learning and and what he's kind of embracing as a character and, a, and as a human being. Um, each episode, there's something that he's taught. And the more and more he comes to these Mandalorians, specifically the real ones, the true ones, he's going to learn more than he ever has before because that is the way of the Mandalorian. Like you fight like that. You like like Katie Sackoff said earlier in the episode: Mandalorians are stronger together. We're stronger together, and this is the perfect example
1: as to why. Yeah, the Empire wants them separated because of how strong. Oh yeah, and that's I think together.
0: that's the whole going to be the whole theme of the entire show the whole series is that the Mandalorians coming together and yeah, I, man, this is honestly, this ship scene is one of the best action scenes in star Wars ever. I'm not like it, just is like it's so any it's, hallways. It's we know cinematic hallway. Scene. I know, right? Uh, hallway <laughs> scenes are gonna be, be good. fair. We're in that. Star Wars with a lot of spaceships, so you're gonna get a lot of hallway scenes. I gotta <laughs>
2: say though, uh, being being the, the ship nerd, seeing the Gazanti Giz- cruiser was awesome. That detail in that ship was absolutely incredible. It was beautiful to look at. Um, the way it was, and I also say the, the shot of it taking off. And then seeing the four of them fly behind it. Oh, oh my God. Man.
0: So jet good. Jetpacks, man. Jetpack. <laughs> hey, how you feel about ships? I feel about jetpacks, man. I freaking... <laughs> I don't know. I've always loved jetpacks ever since I was a kid. And, um, But, yeah, man, this is... I I thought it was hilarious. The officer that was like, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. And then he's like, they're, yeah. I forget where he said they were, but he's like, they're in the, the control, the, control, the control control or whatever. Control. And he's like, wait, where? And boom, they get ejected out. Ejected. In. That was I so. So, so I don't know
2: that actor, the one that did the, the control room one. Apparently he's he's a guy from Parks and Rec.
1: But he's, um, he's from a lot of stuff. But the main um, ship captain. Do you guys know his name? Active. yeah I have it right here it's uh it is Titus Welliver no no no
2: I'm, I'm I- Titus okay. Welliver is the one no, in the cockpit I'm talking about the one that was in the control area okay the one in the control area is from parks and Rec but yes Titus wellver he is oh Titus <laughs> Welliver is bosch he was in sons of anarchy he's been in a bunch of stuff he's a really good character actor oh he was
0: the perfect Empire officer well
2: I, what I was just gonna say is that he is a very similar actor to Giancarlo Esposito
1: and that's why he works so well. And we know uh, his name is Kevin Dorf and he was uh, includes appearances in Brooklyn 99 in the office. Yeah okay mm-hmm. so the, the office is the other one that's what I was talking yeah. about so but going
2: to the, the conversation between between Gideon and, and Titus Welliver's character um, it to me, it really is starting to feel more and more like Gideon essentially did whatever he could to spin off from the empire and make his own band of, of Imperials.
1: Really? Even after he's saying long live the empire.
2: Yep. Because I think he's trying to make his own
0: empire. Oh, well, funny. the empire has gone now. So no, he's, he's,
1: yeah. I'm saying that I think
2: he might've spun off before the empire was ever gone. And he may have his own cell of Imperials because they act very different from the Imperials that we know the way that they talk yeah, and the world like act never, the
0: empire ended he created his own like little South kind weird. of feel, like, culty in a way like I don't know how to oh, explain 100%. it like 100%. they have their own like look if if our ship's gonna be taken take it down yep like kill yourself type thing it's almost I mean you know the empire was always compared to like Nazi Germany but like it had that really like feel because he even he had like the thing already in his mouth like it's not like one you had to put in your mouth already i I thought he was gonna throw his neck into the blade that's what i I was like
1: i thought that too i was like oh my god he's gonna kill himself by throwing his neck into the blade um jake i'm looking up a screen rant puts up who everyone is the uh, executive producer of uh, Legion and uh, Friday Night Lights was Frogman. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. interesting. Um, Well, after it's they great. take the ship. very
2: possibly. Very possible. They did
0: not hold back. They said, you go to this planet. There you're going to find Ahsoka Tano. Oh, so, yeah. And so Oh of My God. Yeah. The, oh, the moon of Corvus. Yes, so they're usually not this just straightforward. Boom, this is what we're doing. But they did it, and I, we know we're getting a so this season. Like it's the only. No you're
1: the only thing that kills me is it. Can you imagine if none of this leaked, or we even yeah. had the the idea
0: oh, of these characters goodness. showing up, and they just said it, and oh. we
1: would need to. Put Jake on life support every single week. Every
0: <laughs> week. Every single uh, week. Okay, so in the chat, Gary W. said he's got to go somewhere to get his ship fixed for real, maybe back to most Eisley. So that rem- that makes me think, maybe we're not going to see Ahsoka right away. Maybe he has to go get his ship fixed. Is that confirmed?
2: Uh, no, it's-, it's the one that Dave Filoni's
0: directing. Oh, yeah. well, of course. Absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. then... That makes sense because he's going to have, he can't take that ship very far. Well, and, and it
2: also, if you go to Moss Eisley... and you know, it's a great, great theory, Gary. It's like brilliant. If you go to Moss Eisley to get his ship fixed, you can essentially do cuts back and forth between him getting his ship fixed and hanging out there and Carr doing him off Gideon doing the breakout
0: on Navarro. And that's well, where they. And we, we were wondering, like, are we going to see Boba Fett again? I mean, He'd have to go back to Tatooine in order to well, do so. So
2: I had another another interesting idea: is that let's let's say he does leave the child on Tatooine, right? Maybe he leaves him with Amy's Amy is Amy Cedric's character. That's, that's, that's possible too. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, or if it's Cobb Vanth, like I, I see him leaving Cobb Vanth. Um, what if the season ends with Bubba Fett kidnapping the child? Could.
1: Maybe instead of Good. Gideon.
2: The Gideon story ends this season. The final shot or the final moments of this of this I mean, is of is a bounty, bounty hunter child. still, no matter what, right? Like there there's our there's our way of seeing him
0: um leading into next season. I mean, it's or what if Cobb Vant, what if he leaves the child with Amy Sedaris and then Cobb Vanth leaves goes with him? I would I love see. that. Cop and then he Vint. gives him the the armor back. Like.
2: is one hundred percent getting that armor back. He's going to become a Clan mudhorn. I said it here after the first
0: episode. I said it. Yeah, you did. He's one hundred percent becoming. Any
2: other theories clan
0: going forward before we wrap this up? Any other theories, predictions going forward, you, Brian? You will see. I'm I'm putting a while. I mean, I like how he says uh, Brian and Jake. <laughs> oh, you didn't say Brian. Okay, never mind. No, I, Jake, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. No, I, I do not everybody I don't was already to hear what you were gonna say, including myself. So go ahead.
1: So <laughs> no, I, I have no theories. I'm just gonna my I figure out
2: my big three of, of the armor. I don't know if we'll see her this season or not. Um it's, it's not really a theory. Uh last week I said that we're gonna see Poketan this week. Next week, or this week, I'm gonna say in episode five. Um, or whenever we see Ahsoka, I think that Sabine
0: Wren will be standing next to her. That makes sense. I mean that makes sense. <laughs> and and Rex. Probably Rex too, the three of them.
1: You think the three of them are just gonna be chilling at a bar? Yeah.
0: I think okay, so. Okay, remind just, me with again Ezra. What how far that's what I was gonna get to? How far Uh-oh. after so this Return is the Jedi, after Return of the Jedi? How far so. after Return of the Jedi is the ending Rebels? of Rebel? Is it immediately after? It's a six months to a year. Okay, so six months to a year. So this is like five years after that. So whatever happened when they went to go get Ezra or whatever, it's I mean, done. There's, there's a it high possibility,
2: possibility Ezra's there. Like we could see the entire rebel squad hanging out. I mean, when when man Jake, goes,
1: stop! You need to fuck. No, you need to. There's chill. no way. That's
0: stop I Oh, mean, well, what stop happened it. with that? And Raul is playing Ezra. Ah. Oh! But what happened with, you know, they, are they just going to avoid that? Like, I don't know. We don't know, Jacob. If we don't know,
1: we don't have the answers. And
0: and Thrawn's just chilling there too with long hair.
2: There's rumors rumors (laughs) about about them doing the rebel sequel show as live action. And look, if, if we've heard the rumors about Ahsoka appearing as a, as a backdoor pilot for whether it's her show or something else, maybe the Sabine Ahsoka show, Whatever, whoever appears, it's a backdoor pilot for that show. So if in a a wild world, if we do in fact get an appearance from Ezra, it's the show will more than likely be a pilot to them going to find Thrawn and Ezra and then continuing life after that.
0: If that's Um, true, is it Sabine, Ahsoka, and the child? Going to find Ezra. Maybe the child transfers to their show. I mean, who knows? Because, look, if we get rid of the child on The Mandalorian, another way to keep him alive is is that. He can easily go to that show and he might work out better on that show. And Ahsoka can train him. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, well, with no, and Ezra, dude. The three of them.
1: Yeah. Y'all need to relax.
0: All right. But okay. yeah, if two. That's just th- crazy. Dude, permission. live action Zeb would be dope. Agent yeah, Callus. Agent Callus, that'd be dope. But the thing is, like we, you we say are we're so far off. Though, of look, this we episode. just got we just got Bo Katan. Like so I know I we, don't need, relax. Relax. we, need, we I need to relax. we crazy. I mean, if it's just Ahsoka, that's more than enough. That is more than enough. Well, any last thoughts, guys, on this episode? I mean, we could no. go on for hours. So End it
1: before this goes for another hour, and yeah, we talk um, about
0: no. theories. <laughs> no, this was great. I. This was probably the most fun we've ever had talking <laughs> the Mandalorian just because it, we got such a treat this week, it was, it was well, so I... incredible. How yeah.
1: Are you, is that your phone background right now? No,
0: I need to go watch <laughs> yes, this episode makes... again. I need to catch up to Jake and watch it two more times at least. Uh, well, sadly that's going to do it for this episode of the Mandalorian club. We want to thank everybody for watching We want to hear your theories, your thoughts. Uh, Are we getting... Oh, Obviously, we're probably getting Ahsoka in Episode 5. But uh, what do you think... I mean, there's not that many episodes in this season. So they have to... You know, there's only so much they can do. So we'll see what ends up happening. Again, I am Jacob Bartley. That is Jake Berlin and Brian Avalosino. Obi-Wan Jacoby, Qui-Gon Jake, and Grand Admiral Sino. Thank you all for watching the Fender Lorraine Club. Check us out next week. We will be reviewing... Episode four of you season two. You guys are three. not going to want
2: to miss these episodes coming up,
0: guys. If it's any of these, please do not. And we will see you all then. And don't forget to watch Apocalypse Now uh, on this upcoming Tuesday. Until then, may the force be with you.